keeping it local all day, every day. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats with me, Sally Musa on Pulse 95. Now, uh, we are about to meet a woman who has dedicated her life to helping people discover their smile. Rokhaya Khan is a wordsmith. She is a smile strategist. Yes, we're going to find out what that is. Uh, a TEDx speaker and a life coach who specializes in helping people to move from stuck to unstuck. We're going to be hearing her story next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, have you ever felt like you were in a rut and unable to turn your life around? My guest today is someone who's been through some tough and even paralyzing moments in life, but she has developed what she calls the smile strategy to move beyond it to a place of acceptance and abundance. And she is here to share her story. Rakhaya Khan, welcome to Life Beats. Hello, hello. Great to have you with us. Now, um, you're a, a fascinating character. You've done so many things in your life. Um, but what you're focusing now is um, what you talk about. You're wearing your little smiley face now. Yes, I am. Um, people can see it on Instagram Live. Um Tell us about why you've decided um, that you are going to share your smile with the world. What does that mean? And and where did all of this come from for you? Okay, so two years ago, I had the opportunity to do a TEDx talk. I mean, it was something I wanted to do, so and the opportunity came along, so we I went ahead and did it. Now, I had to come up with, obviously, if you're on the stage, you need to have a speech and a presentation. And I wanted to give my audience something, a take back home message. And I thought, okay, where in life have can I have I had an experience where I can share? And for me, the Gulf War of 1990 was that experience where I felt really completely uprooted from home and, uh, you know, had to start all over. And I felt really stuck there. And I thought, now, how did that experience change my life altogether? Tell and us a bit about that time, because this is very interesting. I was actually there as well when hmm. the um, the in Kuwait, when the Gulf War happened too. Right. Um, that was a scary time. Yes, it I was, was a child at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you were there. You actually lived in Kuwait. That was your home. That was my home for 14 years. And so describe to us that time. What happened? How it made you feel? Um, it was it was very spooky, scary, actually. And uh, we'd heard a lot of stories, you know, about how uh, families are being, um, you know, looted and then there's molestation. It's not very safe to travel. So we went in a group and it took us 10 days to get from one home to the other. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was that was a bit scary. And apart from the whole journey, the whole transformation of, you know, being in that very safe home of three people, me, my dad and mom, and then to move to another completely different place altogether, home as well, but not feeling the same safety of your own home, of your own tribe, you know, that that comfort. Yeah. So, yeah, that was all very daunting. And from that experience is what I shared and how I moved forward in life. So from stuck to unstuck using gratitude and acceptance. Now, what I say is 
um gratitude is not something that uh, you know is difficult to kind of um, understand because from very young age you're taught to be thankful to say thank you and all of that but acceptance i think is the thing that people have difficulty with what do you mean when you say acceptance acceptance i say is when you are in a place of um taking it and not arguing with god <laughs> when you're not arguing in god, with god and his will So um that's when acceptance comes to me and I say that acceptance comes when you smile. So that's where my acronym actually came from. Okay, that's really interesting because um uh a lot of people might say well uh acceptance is uh, it, it's kind of fatalistic. Mm. You just accept what's happening to you and um well that's it. You don't really bother to take action or do anything, but actually that's not what you're saying. No. You're saying accept your circumstance. but take action in accordance with what's happening. Correct. I say acceptance comes when you smile. So S stands for silence the mind. When you are in a tough situation, you constantly have these thoughts that go on in your mind in terms of, you know, why is this happening to me? Am I not good enough? blah blah blah. You know, that little voice in the head that's constantly speaking. So silence it. M stands for manage your attention. Where is your attention going? Because it's human nature to always think of the negative. So manage your attention. Mhm. I is identify the intention. What is your intention? What do you want to do when you move from point A to point B? Why are you doing what you're doing? Your why. And L is let things go. Let things go as in let it be in flow. Also forgive. You know, we're so um we're so stuck on holding on to our failures, our fears, our misfortunes that we kind of, you know, hold on and hold on to that pain for for so long that it becomes really, you know, sore. So don't do that. And also forgive yourself because when we talk of forgiveness, people take it for granted you have to forgive the other person. Mm-hmm. But I think nobody can hurt you until you let them. So okay. forgive yourself for being in that spot. And E is energize the possibilities. It's like you know everything, but until you put energy into it, until you put some action into it, you're not going to get anywhere. All right. So, energize the possibilities. I, I love this. Uh, I think we need to go into all of this in a lot more depth and detail. Sure. Uh, for somebody who uh, might be feeling uh, very stuck in where they are in their circumstances and feeling a bit powerless, maybe. Yep. Um, how can they use this to transform their situation? to transform their life. This is what we're talking about today and we are live on Instagram as well. If you got to questions for the Khaya, make sure you send them through on uh, Instagram as well. We'll be receiving them there 4215 on Itisala 2022 uh, on do as well and uh, we're going to come back. We're going to be talking about the smile strategy uh, and talking about uh, how you pulled through some very tough moments in your life as well, Rukhaya. And that's Thank all you. coming up on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yeah, we're talking to Rohaya Khan this morning all about her amazing story uh and how she's developed her smile strategy. We're going to be talking a bit more about that in just a moment, but Rohaya, um it's kind of interesting uh, because your mom wanted you to be a doctor and uh you had other ideas. Let's just say Yes, I did. 
Um, so when I was little, I used to write poetry. Mm. It was more of a, a way of me sharing my feelings with with paper, maybe. So poetry, that's where the affair with words actually started. Married young, had my kids. And um, and then there I was one evening washing uh, washing dishes after a party. And I was like, there must be more to life than diapers and dishes. And uh, <laughs> I, I sat there wondering what I can do. And I and I got in touch with uh, one of the newspapers and I asked if they'd, uh, they'd publish my poetry. And they said, no, but you could get in touch with the Dubai Ladies Writing Group. And uh, they contribute articles to the local newspaper on a week for the neighborhood news. And I said, yeah, OK, why not? And and I went and on one of the meetings, just randomly, I mentioned to them about how I know this uh, charity center and they, uh, they accept clothes and, you know, how you're very hesitant. You have an idea, but you're hesitant. And so that's how that's where I was. And I did mention it. And they said, yes, why not write about it? And um, and I did. And um, on our fifth wedding anniversary, I had my first ever byline with Gulf News. So that's how the story started in 19 uh, in 2000. So. 2000 is when I had my first byline and then thereon started taking up new opportunities and roles in media. Um, even uh, was an editor of a magazine of two different magazines and I didn't know what a flat plan was. So, yeah, learned as I went in most uh, roles. You're, yes. not, you're not somebody who's afraid to explore, which is great. No, I am not afraid to explore. I, I enjoy um, that feeling of, oh my God, can I do this? And then doing it. So yes, I, I definitely enjoy, enjoy, enjoy taking up opportunities. Well, what's the key to being out of your depth and just jumping in and making the most out of a, an amazing situation, an amazing opportunity? A lot of people are too scared sometimes to do it, to do what you've done. I think it's more about trust. It's more about trust that, okay, if this has come your way, then it's meant for you. Um, A crazy example of this would be when I skydived. Um, You know, I was just writing about it and they said, ma'am, would you like to try the, you know, the experience and then have better depth in writing? Yeah, how can you write about skydiving if you've never done it, right? (laughs) Yes, you could. But I thought, hey, why not? So I skydived, I firewalked, I did all of this. Why? Just because I was writing about it. So, yeah. Amazing. I love it. Okay, so, uh, but then... You were writing, you are a writer, you, you ha- have a, a great voice uh, in writing. Um, but you went through a stage which was really difficult, I think, uh, for you, and you stopped writing. Yes. Uh, so, yes, last year uh, I lost my, my dad, I lost Papa. Um, but and, and around this time was also when my children had left the nest uh, mm. for, for university. So everything kind of came um, in one blow. And... Uh, I kind of did not feel like that connect with words anymore. You know, they say writing is therapeutic. They say you need to speak and all of that. Great. But I didn't feel that connect with words. And when I don't feel it, I don't I don't deliver. So there I was. But um, I did have my Facebook page and I did have a bit of a tribe of my own who knew I was going through a tough time. So uh, my family, my friends and and my tribe on the page kept nudging me, you know, to to kind of come back, to start contributing once again. And which is when um, after several years of silence and kind of uh, sorry, after several months of, you know, being in my own place, I decided, okay, great. Now I'm going to start doing videos on the page and which I've hashtag connecting the thoughts. So day one, I'm sitting doing my live like a scared little kitten on, on my sofa <laughs> and I picked a coat 
from uh, from the many that I have and and I started speaking about it and day two day three so it's around two o'clock UAE time so no matter where I am what I'm doing if I, even if I'm in a supermarket or if, even if I'm traveling so I'll adjust the time difference for wherever I am and I'll do it at that time so it's I should be touching 200 days very soon wow every, every day, single day every day and what are you talking about um, you, talk, you mentioned quotes but like you quotes know. I have my own quotes so I pick up a quote every day and and then I speak about it so it's relationships it's goals it's trust in yourself all those little things and so that kind of just gave you an outlet yes um where it was really difficult to, to pick up a pen for you and to to write something but with a video some people might look at that and think gosh that's really intimidating you know to be putting yourself out there in a video yes but why did you choose that um for the plain reason that on some days it was difficult even getting out of bed mm-hmm. if on until 4 4 30 i would like not want to face the world i would be like no no i'm happy sleeping i'm happy under the cover so i just thought two just o'clock, wanted to hide just wanted to hide it just didn't didn't feel good at all but um I, two o'clock when i know i have to do a video i know i have to get out of bed so you and just did it i you, did it it kept you committed it kept me committed plus as I started doing this, I realized there were people who were writing in to me from around the world. And there were people telling me how these videos are making a difference for them. You know, there were there was a mom who would who had messaged me saying she and her son are bonding over this. And I thought, you know, maybe little boy who, who would remind her. But she said, no, my son is 13 years old and we haven't had straight conversations. But since your videos have come up, he reminds me that, Ma, we need to watch the video. Mm. So that was like, oh, wow. And then um, there is a, a husband and a wife. There's, she's she's uh, suffering from a terminal illness however they watch the videos so that she can focus on something other than the pain mm. and there's a lady who works in uh, in, in on on site she's an engineer it's all male um, you know around her but then she says she watches my videos on her commute to work and that gives her the kind of the positivity and the kind of strength to face the day you know these like kind of stories um help me feel like yes i am doing something i am sharing light so that that kept me going yeah and you've developed this into your own uh, smile strategy which yes. we're going to be talking about next uh, we've got uh, ruqayya khan with us here in the studios for life beats on pulse 95 Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. We're talking about how to make life changes with Rokhaya Khan. Uh, she is somebody who is a uh, smile strategist and a life coach. So she knows what it takes. And uh, she's been through some uh, transformational life moments as well. Um, so let's go through this, uh, Rokhaya, in terms of your smile strategy. You briefly ex- explained it to us at the beginning of the show. Um, but so let's talk about how we can put it into practice in our daily lives. Um, you say that a lot of people, um, they're not, they're looking for motivation, but they're not willing to have that internal dialogue. Yes. Which is what smile is all about. True. Um, so when, when I say smile, I say silence the mind. That's what S stands for. How do you do that? Um, 
there's a lot that goes on, right? And we're always holding information in our head. It's mm. a great idea to kind of put it down on paper. I I would encourage people to kind of, you know, make note of all the things. Sit down, take have an appointment with yourself for yourself because we are always, you know, giving others our time. But make that appointment with yourself. Give yourself an hour, half an hour, whatever how much ever time you need and write down whatever you're thinking. If you have a goal in mind, you want to get somewhere, what are the things that are that you're thinking of? Good as well as bad. Draw a line through the paper, uh, write good, write bad and write down all the thoughts that come to your mind when you think of that goal. Um let's say for example if you want to lose weight if you want to get to a particular weight and um okay what does your what do you think about it oh i i need to join the gym okay but i won't do this why not blah 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 you know all of those things that you need to put them down and what are the benefits of doing it so are you doing it because you want to feel good about yourself or are you doing it just because you want to lose weight for somebody else or you know to show to fit into that particular dress to get go to that party and look good so what is your reason for doing this again we're kind of weaving into the m which is manage your attention where is your attention going when you look at okay i joke that i wanted to turn i wanted to be 53 by the end of the of the year however i think i should have written it down because the universe read my scribbling as 63 so <laughs> yeah we 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 do that yeah. so um what do you do and how do you kind of go about um where your thoughts are leading you so manage your attention are you thinking of the possible or you are you thinking about the mm, can't be done so manage your attention and those negative thoughts that right. kind of right. will inevitably sometimes creep in yes they will um and stop you from reaching the goals that you want correct so uh, and when that and that happens it's all right again when you when you go to those negative sides then you again silence your mind and kind of move on from there so you have identify the intention what is your intention why do you want to do that because when you're when you have a goal that you're running towards that's a better idea than something that you're running away from you know so what is your driving force mm. identify that intention mm-hmm. and let things go i know your intention okay so um because It's interesting that you say intention. I've heard um Oprah talk about this as well. Mm. The importance of intention. Yes. Um and actually it's it's central. It is everything. Okay. When you make the intention to do something, uh why are you doing it? Are you mm. doing it to please others because we're in a in a world now where social media is everything. Yep. And sometimes we do things because uh we want other people to say Oh look at her and um you know she's wearing this or she's doing that or she's meeting this person or she's meeting that person or uh it it becomes something that we're doing just for likes it becomes right. something that we are just doing uh for other people uh to think highly of us when actually do we really care about what those people think or say about us No. Um I think yes you you're absolutely right in terms of social media and how we're driven by the likes but um no do it for yourself. Do it because you respect your goal. Do it because it's important for you. Make it about yourself and not about the others. Um and having said that when people are liking your work it's because 
in at some point you are inspiring them do it because you want to inspire others and not because you want to kind of you know brag about yourself or you know be that person mm. that larger than life person that you are and e um l and l l l stands oh, let for go. Yes, yes we didn't get to l yes. we need to let go okay. yes we need to let go um letting go is i think the hardest for a lot of us uh, because you know what do you mean by letting go i'm talking about being in flow as well as being forgiving because we have this um, human tendency to hold on to grudges hold on to hurts you know any kind of failures that we may have had so you hold it against yourself or you hold it against the other person who might have hurt you so let that go be in flow especially in relationships yes. you see some people who are keeping score. Oh yes. Oh, trust me, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> you one of those people. <laughs> I'm not, but I've been on the I've been on both sides. Yes, why not? It just can be it can be so so incredibly detrimental to a relationship when, you know, the one of you or the two of you is just sitting there keeping mm-hmm. score and uh rather than thinking about what the positives are coming out uh from your partner or whoever it is that you have a relationship whether it's it's your mother or uh whether it's your sister or whoever it is your brother your friends friends um being more positive about it true and um yeah i mean um, holding on it's like okay uh, let me give you an example we went to the dead sea i don't know how to swim and i'm i'm holding on to the rocks on the side and my husband tells me you can let go you will float i said okay but i'm still holding on to those rocks and you know those rocks are made of solid salt Yeah. And when they scratch you and you're in the water, can you imagine the kind of uh, hurt that that yeah, can yeah, be? Yeah. Salty water through <laughs> your scratches and I'm still holding on. That's pretty much what we're doing in in relationships and you know in in that situation where you're holding on, letting the things hurt you and still not letting go with the trust that you'll float. Coming so, up yeah. next, uh, we need to talk about energizing. Yes. I want to know how you energize, uh, Rokhaya. We're going to talk about that next. On Life Beats on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Talk about radio? It's Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. We're talking about that inner dialogue that you need to have. in order to make change real change happen mm-hmm. with Rukhaya Khan lots of uh, conversations uh, off air but Rukhaya um why is it important to because <laughs> I love what you say you say I'm not a motivational speaker I'm a reflective speaker yes I reflection. am reflection <laughs> why is reflection important we don't hear enough about it and I don't think enough people do it what does that mean being reflective I think being reflective is having that inner dialogue, you know, understanding what essentially is going on on the inside. Because um when you motivation is great and and I'm I'm all for it. However, it's like, you know, buying this a beautiful vase and keeping it in a house that's full of cobwebs and where the carpet hasn't been vacuumed for a long time and it's really shabby and dusty. you don't really get that experience of enjoying it you don't have that experience of feeling great about what you've just brought in until you do the inner work you can't essentially enjoy getting you know 
external motivation. Yes. You've got to do the vacuuming. You've got to do the vacuuming. <laughs> you got to get clean up on the inside. Only then would you be able to enjoy the the new things mm. that life is giving you. Which is why you developed the the smile strategy. Yes, I did. Um and so we've been going through that here on Life Beats and uh, the last one uh, is E for energize. What does that mean? So we've silenced the mind. Mm-hmm. We've managed uh, our thoughts. Is that right? Manage your attention. Managed uh, our attention and our thoughts. Um, then your intention. Identify the intention. Make sure it's right. Yes. Uh, L is for letting go. Yep. Don't hold on to the negative stuff. Correct. And then E is energize the possibilities. What does that mean? That means put energy into what you've gathered, what you've learned. You know, um, I can tell you from morning until evening into how to do all of the stuff but until you do it yourself until you put energy into it you're not going to get anywhere uh, it's a lot of people do a lot of uh, self development but i think it's a lot of self development that they do because you know you have all these books you have these courses you have material you have audios and videos that you hear and books that you get but what are you doing it until you take the content take the knowledge from it and apply it you know put it into action until you do that you're not going to kind of make something out of it and then you say ah oh, that course not didn't do me any good it did you good you didn't do the course you didn't do it you didn't do it so just do it exactly as nike says yes. you've got to get on with it <laughs> and put it into practice um but what do you think it is uh you know the difference between those who really do put it into practice and those who don't is it the why is not big enough is it you know what is the difference there i think we get uh, a lot of we get tangled in the what and the hows mm. before we even kind of make our why big we overthink it we overthink it so it's more about understanding why you want to do it you know making your why big enough and respectable enough and for yourself for for above all for yourself because we are most often talking and thinking about what the other person is thinking we're always giving priority to what the other person is thinking um uh, one of my coaches said love respect hope is um and trust these are the four pillars on which life you know stands but the problem is we're always looking on the outside for it and then complaining nobody gives it to me you need to give it yourself giving you need to give it to yourself first so that you can get it from the others it works the other way around okay can we've run out of time but that's uh, really really fascinating <laughs> and uh, something for everybody to take away uh, and to apply right now they can do it right now if they can just smile just smile and look at the smile in a different way altogether We sure did. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you Thank being you. on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Now uh, tomorrow uh we have another show for you. But of course if you missed anything that we did on the show, you can uh, get all of the podcasts on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud as well. Uh, do get in touch with the show lifebeats@smc.ae if uh, you want to let us know what you think. what we should be covering we would love to hear from you afternoon karak is coming up from 1 future talks from 2 and of course anna and big hass are going to be with you from 5 p.m. on yalla home have a great day and see you at 10 a.m. tomorrow this is pulse 95 pulse 95